This is the time that we all been waiting on. The moment all the naysayers been hating on. See, they've been talking down on us and flexing. It'll take more than that for you to stop a Houston Texan. A lot of teams talking tough and can't back it up. But not the boys on Kirby, so you can pack it up. Reliant Stadium is where you can find us with the whole city of Houston, Texas standing behind us. See, we've been waiting on this one for 10 years. Sacrificing our bodies with blood, sweat, and tears. All right, guys. Welcome back to another edition of Texans Unfiltered, a Houston football podcast for your Houston Texans. I am young Ari Gold. I am fortunate to have my co-host and friend, the Garnet Texan, here with me. Garnet Texan's not going to say anything, <laughs> so I'm going to go straight in. Uh, John, who do we blame for yesterday? Um, Are you in the Savage boat? Um, You're in the Savage boat. No, I'm not blaming Savage. Can't blame the offensive line. Except for run game, I guess. Whomever whomever decided to sacrifice the Houston Texans for the Astros World Series win, I used to think that that was just being crazy and overreactive. No. But after watching yesterday's game, I I think I'm buying into that. Like, I I really am. Because we weren't outplayed by the Titans. We weren't outcoached by the Titans. It was just attrition. We just ran out of players. Yeah. I mean... What do you do? And these aren't even inju- these aren't injuries that you can put on the training staff. These are fluke injuries. Yeah, like you can't. There's nothing you can do to train for concussions. No, you can't. You can't train train for a low hit on Ellington on Bruce Ellington. I mean, and I don't even really have Braxton Miller play on the sideline. I mean, there's nothing you can yeah. do for that. What is he supposed to do? Crouch? I mean, I mean, you what, you instant. can't teach the ki- guys anything. No, you, you can't. There's there's no training regimen that would prevent concussions. As if there was, every team in the NFL would, would be on it. Agreed. So at this point, it's just, I've never truly seen anything like this. I know somebody researched that we've actually got, we're only like ninth or eighth or ninth in total players on the IR. Like, Really? Yeah. But it, it's got to be. it's our stars. But it's our stars. It's got to be our frontline players. Yeah. I we're down. I mean, our especially our offense was a third quarter preseason game offense. If we did a, a game IR versus current roster, who do you think would win? That's not even a game. <laughs> yeah, IR would dominate. <laughs> I know, right? I mean, I mean, just to think about how like impactful the players are that we're missing. The all IR team this year in the NFL. Oh, would, it'd would, be a Super Bowl contender. Not only win the Super Bowl, it'd win the Pro Bowl. <laughs> yeah. No, you're you're right. I it's mean it's crazy. just been it's been a ridiculous year across the league. We've been absolutely snake bitten as Texans fans. I don't really have there's not really a good explanation other than it's just luck this year. And knock on wood, and somebody's probably gonna shoot me in the head for this, but the two players that have somehow managed to stay healthy are Clowney and Savage, who can never stay healthy. Yeah. And luckily we have Nug still. So far. Don't say his name. Don't, so far. Don't let these injury so don't let the injury bugs even know he still exists. Just take them all. Don't say his name. Just take them all. We'll uh, just as long as we can start next season with a healthy team, just take them all at this point. I don't know. know what else to do. I mean, we literally had two wide receivers. We had two. With Chris Thompson and Nuck. And Chris Thompson was hurt. Yeah. That was part of the reason he had the drops. He hurt his shoulder. Yep. Um, I mean, what do you do? Game? 
You want to hop into the game? Uh, sure. Okay. So, I mean, first half, first drive. Tom, I think it was a 15-play, 90-yard drive. You're thinking of the Baltimore uh, game. That was, no, I, no, no, no. We went three and out. We recovered the punt, the muff punt. Our first successful drive. Let me re- oh, I got you. But I will say out of that, if you combine those two drives because of the turnover, the player that actually stood out to me was Andre Ellington. Oh, yeah. He, he looks like a find. That, nope. was, that was a beautiful pass, too, from Tom. Yeah. Uh, that halfback wheel. That's what you know but Bill O'Brien has just been dying to pull that play out of the playbook. He has had And somebody money. ran it. I mean, I, th- I like Tyler Irvin. I think that Tyler Irvin has um, the ability to be a better player than a lot of people give him credit for. I would agree. I don't think he's a draft bust. But the honest truth is we are hoping that he turns into a player like Andre Ellington. Now, Andre Ellington with the Cardinals got a little bit... They said he got scared of contact. Um, I was just kind of trolling their sub to see why on earth would they wave Ellington, especially with David Johnson on the IR. Yep. And they said that he just ran away from contact. Well, maybe getting cut and realizing that it's like, hey, my roster spot isn't guaranteed was the wake-up call, but he looked pretty good. Granted, we didn't really get any sort of push with our run blocking, so nobody looked good running between the tackles. We yeah, they they um, have a very good run defense. Yeah, Lamar Miller did. I mean, Lamar Miller did very well. All things expecting, or I mean, all things considering. Yeah, he, there was a couple of runs where he broke off, but other than that, we really weren't getting any sort of push. Everybody was getting hit in the backfield. Blue Ellington and Miller, but granted. Ellington didn't even get that many times to try as a running back because, you know, we ran out of receivers and we had to move him into slot. I think it was hilarious that you have Hopkins in his ear telling him which route to run. Like Savage is calling the play and then Hoppus sitting there having to explain, all right, you do this, you block this, and you could see it. Like how I don't know how that's not tipping it to, to the defense. So for our offense to operate with that level with one guy literally signing what the play is out. I mean, that's something. Yeah. Um, Steven Anderson. I know he's not the best run blocker, but he is far and away our best receiving. Oh, he looks great. Tight end. He's, he's a poor man's Jordan Reed. He really is. He's built like him too. He's built like, um, same sort of routes. Uh, he's just, he may not even be as good of a blocker as Jordan Reed. And that's saying something because Jordan Reed's a horrible, horrible blocker. But Steven Anderson, if they scheme with him, you can do something with that. He's still a mismatch issue. He's just not going to help out in the run game. Um, what's his face? Jeff Allen looked better as a left tackle than he did as a right guard. He actually how, did. How, how does that happen? Uh, besides the three straight. That was just hilarious. It was. Honestly, I sat there the first time. I was like, okay, well, this game's over. Yeah. Was like, that was just hilarious. This is, this is literally just like the most stupidest thing I could possibly Part of see. me was almost like a sigh of release. I'm like, well, at least this time Savage won't turn it over. Yeah. And then, oh my God, what a pass that was, though. It I was. Mean, no, that in between two defenders in a very, very narrow window. It was yeah. a beautiful throw. It was. It really Both was. Both Steven Anderson. The touchdown was a beautiful throw on the run. Mm-hmm. And that one was, honestly, I, I guarantee you, every Texans fan was sitting at home watching that play saying, there's no way he completes a pass for a first down. Yeah. So, 
That I mean, beautiful. it was a good, good coming catch, out. Too. It was a good coming out party for Steven Anderson. Um, we just we were we just, everywhere. We just need you know some luck on our side. I still don't quite understand what we're doing with Savage. This is not a knock on Savage. I think that he look at Case Keenum, look at Kirk Cousins, look at some of these other guys that started out throwing a whole bunch of interceptions. It happens in the NFL. You yeah. have you have to play to get better. Yeah. If you're going to be a quarter if you're going to be a pocket passing quarterback, you've got to throw the ball. You've got to turn it over. Everybody forgets Peyton Manning threw more interceptions his rookie. I think he set the his rookie year. He I think he record. set the record. Yeah, he set the record. You have to go through that. You have to get adjusted to game speed. My problem with Savage has never been that I think that he's just going to be dog shit. I have worried about whether or not he's been athletic enough to play quarterback. But he's discovered something. I don't know if he's discovered something in Kush's cabinet or not. But he's discovered something. He's moving better. And he's being aggressive throwing, and he's still learning. And the only way he's going to learn is playing. My problem with that is, what do we get out of it? Because we're not going to win with him this year. There's just too, We're too far in a hole. He's going to go through growing pains. He's got to go through that, learning to play at that speed. So he's then a free agent. So what do we get out of it? I mean, we, we potentially get a couple compensatory pick. Um, for all we know, we all may be saying, hey, we're not going to sign him as a free agent, as a backup. But you know how Bill is about comfort. You think we're going to spend $13 million a year I, on Savage? I don't think he's going to get off or even close to that. I, he might. There's that's, a chance for sure. That is if a that happens, that's a, that's a high end backup quarterback. But that's I'll like, tell you, if he continues on the path he's on by improving every week, then yes, he he likely will get a Mike Glennon contract. Because if you watch since he's no taken no no over, not a Mike Glennon a Chase Daniels. Mike Glennon is eighteen. Mike Glennon, yeah. Chase Daniels signed that as a backup. You think he's going to sign as a backup with all these quarterback needy teams? There's then he's no going then he's going to get more than thirteen. He's going to get closer to seventeen or eighteen. I don't think he'll get that. There's just that's too what, much of a risk. That's what Glennon got. Yeah, no, Glennon got thirteen. I thought Glennon got seventeen. No, thirteen point six. Okay. So Glennon, Glennon got less than Brock. But Chase Daniels got Brock. thirteen. Chase got thirteen as a backup. Yeah. In Philly. But either way, do you see us spending thirteen to fifteen million dollars on him? No, uh, I, I think it all depends on how the rest of the season plays out. Like I said, if he continues to show progression, which he has week by week, whether you believe it or not, he's actually looked better each game. Yeah. He's, and I mean, he's limited the turnovers. We didn't, we, didn't really, we didn't really talk about the Baltimore game, but no, we for didn't. as much as we all want to crucify him, and yes, I do blame the Baltimore loss on him, but he also threw, he had probably the best passing game that anybody's had against that defense. And that's a top five defense, by yeah. the way. And. Coming into this week, it was the number one corner was Jimmy Smith. Now it's Casey Hayward, but right. it was Jimmy Smith leading up to it. Nuck shredded him. So, and take away a fluky, a couple fluky plays like the fake punt, that toss to the outside to Alex mm-hmm. Collins that we should have been able to stop. Like take those two plays away, we win that game no matter what Savage does. I know. So I don't necessarily put it on Tom. Could did he hurt our case of winning? Yeah, he did. No, I I put it on Tom as that's a game that you've seen Pro Bowl 
quarterbacks lose. Like that happens. Yeah, but right? I don't There's, think he did though. Well, no, we were you, just caught off guard. Where you get those interceptions, or you get that, oh sure, sure, those fumbles at the end. That sure that happens to even it happens to all pro, of them. that happens to all of them. It happens to all of them. And that's not you can still have a good game and Absolutely. still lose the game, and that's essentially what happened with Baltimore. Deshaun did it in Seattle, right? Deshaun did it in Kansas City. Yeah, I mean that's what good quarterbacks can have great games and lose games. Yeah, there's only that, two. That there's was only two point. teams. One team's gonna win, right? And Savage had a very good game against a very very good, very stingy defense, a very good pass defense, very in, good pass in Baltimore, defense. and then. With the Titans, all things considering, he had another good game. He probably had his best game as a Texan. Yeah. Um, we had no running game because we had no push from our offensive line. He threw the ball a ton. And that's a that ton. was our entire game is Savage is going to throw it. And he didn't turn it over until the very end. He is getting better. That's what you ask your quarterback to do, though, right? Right. And that's the only problem that makes me think that there's a chance. Unless somebody offers him thirteen million, then you're right; he's not coming to us. I just I don't see him resigning with us. Somebody is going to offer him a stupid amount of money because he's gonna he is going to continue to show growth. If that's the case, then you're right, and then we'll have to find a backup. And I think that we could be spending this time finding us a backup because the season's over. Like instead of going through the instead of going through these growing pains, I still believe we should have signed somebody like like Kaepernick, somebody that we knew could come in and be successful. This was, again, never me doubting Savage's ability. This is all, what is the benefit for the Texans, other than we're essentially getting to play developmental team for somebody. Well, you also know Bill's a very loyal guy. He is. He always has been. Mm -hmm. Almost to a fault. So he probably feels like... I would say a little bit more than almost to a fault. Okay. So he goes into the season, names Tom the starter... Yanks Tom after getting absolutely destroyed the first half. Offensive line settling down a little bit. The protection's a little bit. We're not playing a defense like Jacksonville. Gives Tom the benefit of the doubt to go out there and earn a job next year somewhere else. I wouldn't put that past Bill O'Brien. Yeah, that's pretty much what's happening. That is what's happening. And that's how Bill O'Brien works. And so... I don't would I love to find a backup quarterback? Yeah, but obviously they don't think there's much in some of those guys that we've brought up in the podcast prior. They must not think too much about Connor Shaw. They brought him in. There must not be something there. Yeah. Cuz they brought him in for a reason. He tried out. Well, one guy that we named did end up on the practice squad, so there's something. Who? Henneke? Oh, yeah, Henneke. Yeah, I mean, maybe there's maybe there's something. Maybe they're going to see what, what he's doing during scouting days, and we'll see. Maybe Yates get, gets hurt or something in practice, and he's there. You know, Heineke's our backup. I don't know, but I I don't I don't fault them for doing this with Tom. I don't think you're going to just find a backup quarterback. I don't know. I mean, and for you me, also it's know one he's trying to win. Yeah, like you know, Bill O'Brien's trying to win. We've seen it year right. in year out. He doesn't go in. He He's not going to mail it in. Right. And, I mean, that's <clears throat> what I even said during the uh, the preseason. Bill O'Brien is going to do whatever he thinks is best to win with this team. Correct. With whom we have on the roster, I do think Savage is the best bet to win with. Yep. But it just hasn't worked out yet. I just... I've got this bad feeling that Savage is going to do well enough that he's going to get a, a nice contract somewhere. Why is that a bad feeling? Because we don't, we don't really get anything out of it. 
what does it do for the Texans going forward? There's nothing you can do about it. You expect them to just throw ta- throw Heineke in there or Connor Shaw? Like that could be even worse. From a from a viewer standpoint, yes, but long term, I'm I am a big believer that quarterbacks have to play to get better. I've said it before. I'll probably waste a whole bunch of breath on it. That there needs to be some sort of developmental league. I don't think that they can sit on the bench. I don't think they can sit on the bench and get better. It's too it's too violent of a sport for us for you to have that. Teams aren't going to pay to have a farm team and pay for injuries and everything else that happens to their players on the team, and they have to cover all that. It's too expensive. It's not baseball. You just but at the same time, it's not baseball. The NFL has more money than they know what to do with. They also want to keep that money. What's going to challenge the NFL is it's going to be quality of play. We are going to see a decline. We've already seen it at times where offensive line plays deteriorating, quarterback play is deteriorating. You, you see it when you watch half the games. Without some sort of developmental league where these guys can kind of learn and get better, it's going to continue. Well, I would go see if you can get to the next owners meeting and tell all 32 owners that they need to spend $2.2 billion on doing this and then also fund the program and see how they feel. Cause they're just going to look at you and laugh and say that it's not impacting our pocketbooks enough for us to even consider making a change like that. Not yet, but they've Maybe already, will. they've already had committees that have recommended it they've, to them. They've like, had this it recommended is, twice. I think. Yeah, this is a, uh, me beating so, a dead dead horse, I guess, but I firm I firmly I agree with believe you. it. I, I agree. Either with you. that, or they're gonna have to figure out a way to incentivize them to re-sign players that have been in the league. Because right now, there's just such a rookie churn that you just constantly replace them with the younger guys that are, and usually they're better athletes too, but they just don't know how to play. Yeah. Well, I, I think playing savage is the right thing. I know I. I I've always liked Savage, so I'd like to see him succeed and go on from here and succeed somewhere. I, I would honestly prefer it, but that's just me. I'm, I'm kind of like Bob. I don't. I, I like being loyal to our guys. I like seeing our guys go on. If we're not going to sign them, I'd like to see him have a chance to succeed in this league. It's a very hard league to be able to succeed in. You, not very many people get the chance to do it. And when you do things like that, that's what helps sheer credibility and free agency. It's what helps the morale of your team and how your the characters looked at for how the franchise is ran. So, I like it. it doesn't bother me at all. Um, and I think Tom's like I said. I think Tom's progressing each week. You know that pass to DeAndre. He was gonna. He just had to do something, and he thought. I think that it wasn't necessarily a hold, but when he got bumped off his route, yeah, he felt like. DeAndre couldn't get in the area where he needed to he be, got, or else he would have been able to possibly right. go up and make a play. He got he got he got bumped. He got bumped and spun around, and he kind yep. of fell down. Yep. Where if it's more of a clean <clears throat> release for him, or not because it was clean a post release, route. yeah. Then, then Hopkins could probably make a play on it, but or he at just, least the way, he got, the way he got spun around, and that was a hell of a catch by Sims. It really was, unfortunately. It, it really was. I mean, it really was. So it just happened. That I wouldn't put that pick on Tom. I actually put that on injuries because everybody in the whole building knew that they pretty much had no choice. Where else was he going to go? Yeah. I mean, Andre Ellington? No. I mean, you're going to go to Nuck. Yeah. And we knew he was going to be doubled. Yep. But I think Tom just felt like if he could hit that post route properly, 
and get just enough to get his hands up, there's a chance most of the time that Nut comes down with that ball. Right. So I, I really don't put I don't put that in interception on Tom, but I know a lot of people are going to criticize Tom, say he's the reason why we suck, he's the reason why we're not doing anything. But if you're not if you're watching football, Tom actually looks good. No, he's essentially a rookie. He's a 27 year old rookie. Um, I know a couple of games ago it was as bad as he was as was bad terrible. as Osweiler. Oh. But what he has shown is he has shown improvement right. in every game. I agree. He. It hasn't been a steady improvement. There's been some up and downs, but... I mean, he threw the ball, what, 46 times yesterday? I think he was 68% completion. I mean, you're not going to get much better than that. Do you have it right there? I did. Yeah, I know he threw it 46 times, but either way, all I'm saying is... is for 30, the ima- 31 for 49. 31 for 49. That's pretty good. That's... it. And considering the amount of times he threw, that's pretty good. I mean, he threw, for threw the ball 50 times. 386, right? Uh, 331. 331. Uh, 365 gross. Yeah. So. He had a good day. You yeah. usually win those games. If you had told me that. If we had a full team, that was a W yesterday. Yeah. If you had told me that he had thrown for 365 yards. um, And 68% completion. I would have thought we won. Right, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> There's, I, that's yeah. about, that's a Tom Brady stat line besides the touchdowns, and we had literally one guy to throw to. Yeah, I, I, I honestly believe if we had just like Bruce Ellington, if we just had Bruce Ellington, that would have been a game changer because yeah. we would have another wide receiver. Best well, part about even, yesterday, even though, if Braxton doesn't get hurt, Braxton looked like who? A player yesterday. Braxton looked really good. Braxton looks looked really good. He really right. did. Where did Return that come punt, from? He looked good. Now, how do you get caught from behind, though? How do you get caught from behind? <laughs> come on, bro. I mean, we scored on oh, that drive. Oh, man. But how do you get caught behind? I think if we'd gone... <laughs> we, uh, healthy, when, we, when our receivers are healthy, Braxton, Fuller... We have Ellington and Hopkins. We've got a very solid receiving core. I mean, it looked, hopefully, that yesterday wasn't just a tease. That's actually how. That is actually how Miller is going to be from here on out. Because if that is, dude. Yeah, he. Ha- but I agree, and it was a. Uh, <laughs> it was a. Uh, it was just a, it was a great game for Braxton all around, and I'm glad we're seeing what we potentially could see. But at the same time, I don't know. I, I feel like I I feel like honestly, if we take our four wide receivers, our starting wide receivers, and line them up with the next best tandem or wide receiving core in the league, we do have the best wide receiving core in the league. It's up there. Like I, I can't think of a better one. I know. Who, I know Thielen. Maybe Thielen and Diggs are better than Hopkins and Fuller as a duo. As a duo, maybe. Yeah. Because they complement each other really well. But so does so does Fuller and Hopkins. Well, if Fuller could stay on the field, we right. would really know. If <laughs> I mean that stretch that we got from Hopkins, Fuller, and Watson. I would have taken our offense over anybody. Yeah. As the way they all complemented each other. Yeah. And 
I mean, right now, I guess it kind of goes back to to Savage. We have a quarterback that has to throw. So our receivers are going to get to learn. They're going to get to learn how to run routes. And Anderson, if he continues to improve how he has been. He'd be, he, he, he needs to be signed. Yeah. Because he, he's exactly what we need from, from a tight end. Yeah. And Fedorowicz's career is probably over. I hate to say it, but yeah. I, I hate to say it too because I really like Fedorowicz a lot. I was a big, big I was big on Fedorowicz coming into the season. Um, but it's best probably for his life. And, and he's a man. He'll make the decision. But based on what's happened, I feel like it's just kind of that time. For him, he just – it was that one against the Colts, and it just started it all. Yep. And I don't think – I think they said that that was his like first concussion ever. Yeah. And since but then, he's had three, he's had three this year, and yep. then didn't he have another one last year? Yeah. So – He was two games with the one from last year. I mean, it's, it's just sad. It is Because he's one of the he's, – he's one of those – he was starting to put it together, and he was going to be really good. Uh, and like, in both phases, too. Right. Blocking, yes, of course, but he was starting to learn how to be a receiving he was, tight end. He was already a very, very good blocker. He had like 600 yards. I shoot, mean, didn't he? You, you forget how athletic he is. He's right behind Gronk and uh, Kelsey on size speed scores for tight ends. He reminds me of Delaney. He reminds me of – if he would have kept up what he was doing, he would have been a Delaney Walker type tight end. Except he was a better run blocker than no, Delaney Walker. No, Delaney Walker's the best running block, run blocking tight end no. in the league. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. He's oh. amazing. Or was it, maybe I'm just thinking, Fedorowicz was either faster or something. Maybe faster. He's spo- he Delaney's should, not a speed he breaker. Should, he should be a tier above Delaney Walker. Like, that's... But run blocking Athletically. Yeah, athletically. Yeah. Athletically, he's, he, he should have been up there with Gronk. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's just kind of how he was. But, right. unfortunately, his... I mean... I, like I said, I can't make any decision, but I hope that he takes some time to reflect and make the best decision for himself as as a man than himself as a football player because it's a rough stretch he's got going on. Well, he's I I just could not see him not being done for the year, but we'll find out for tomorrow. Usually, the Texans make all their moves on Tuesday. The only reason they didn't this week is Cushion's um, exemption list, whatever, ran out today. Your boy is back. Your favorite Texan. (laughs) I like Cush. Your hero. Uh, No, he's not my hero. (laughs) But I like him. The myth. The legend. I mean, how... Cush. Oh, you're right. He's playing outside linebacker this week. Yeah, he's got to. Oh, well, we're too deep at inside linebacker for him to even get snaps. So he has to play. And now we're running Scarlett on IR. We're too thin at outside. We have no choice. And you know, I think he'll at least get a pass rush. I wonder if we'll bring Lamar Houston back. He signed with the Bears. Oh, he did sign with the yeah. Bears. That's right, right? Yeah, claimed he on wa- claimed actually. Right, he got claimed on waivers. Oh, and awesome. And Eric Lee's in New England. Yep. And it was one of those where great Dwight rings and you, you kind of saw yesterday what happens when you have literally one threat. Oh yeah, the Titans Poor were Brian. like. There's nothing he could do. Yeah. They, I think they... It's funny. People are th- saying he had his worst game. No shit. When well, duh. <laughs> what are you supposed to do? You and your triple and sometimes quadruple teams. There, like, was, there was a couple plays where he did have four guys. I know. He, he beat three offensive linemen and get there, shit by a fullback. This, this was what was ridiculous. There was times when there were so many people on Clowney that it was almost like a half man guarding. 
one player guarding two other Texans and they couldn't get a push. It was crazy. And granted, part of it was because they were moving the pocket. Right. <laughs> so they had to run a little bit. Like, the defense didn't really play that bad yesterday. It had but time. It had its moments. It was one of those that was just kind of ridiculous. They they literally were like, okay, we're going to take Clowney out and make somebody else make a play. And nobody else could do anything. No. Um, and I tell you what, had Mariota held on to two of those options, he would have gotten blasted. Like yeah. career ending blasted. Because Clowney was right there. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Clowney actually, I mean, did he have a statistically good day? No. No. He, he kind of had what a quiet J.J. Day would be against the Patriots. Well, when a lot they, of attention, giving opportunities for other guys to step up and make a play. It's just the problem is none when, of our guys can step up and make they a play. Didn't, they knew exactly where he was the whole game. They ran away from him. Yep. They ran the bootlegs away from him. And what the hell happened to Mariota? That, maybe that, they need to replace that coaching staff or something because he's regressed. Yeah, I mean, he he doesn't look the same. I mean, I guess that's a good thing for us, but yeah, he just he looks like he's taking a step backwards. Like he's he's become just a a running quarterback. That's really his only threat is he's just a running quarterback. But see, what's the problem is is that he even actually like he made some throws yesterday, where I was like, why aren't they letting him throw more? See, this like that, like that, that, that fade to Del- or not, it wasn't even fade. It was just a, a seam route, but he just dropped it in the bucket to mm-hmm. Delaney Walker on that third and nine. I think it's the coaching and we got to resign Bill O'Brien. Yeah, that's probably uh priority. Number one, I would say in the off season, give him an extension, do something, keep him in Houston. I hope that's what happens. Pay, pay, just watch other teams. There's a couple other coaches out there that, that are better than Bill. Or there just are. trade him. If, but, if you're not going to sign him, trade him. Get but something back not for Bill ma- O'Brien. There's not many. No. We'll bring Ben and McAdoo in. I know a couple of people there were railing like and comparing Bill O'Brien to, to Zimmerman. How Zimmerman... Zimmer well, look at him. Huh? Mike Zimmer. Yeah, or Zimmer. Yeah, whatever. Zimmerman. Zimmerman. <laughs> whatever. Zimmer. mixed in with your football? Maybe. But how Zimmer has a new quarterback every year. Lose Bridgewater, so forth. That's not the coach. That's the GM. What are you talking about? What Zimmer up in the Vikings. Yeah, what always have another quarterback. Uh, comparing why they have better records than Bill O'Brien. Oh, because they have a better team. Right. In every level. It's not Every just level the of their defense is better than ours. Every level. Their defensive line, better. Well, Maybe not, not their linebackers. No, not just this year. From oh, when they were the, hired. No, Because yeah. they were all hired in four. I think yeah, it was 14. No, yes. And for the last three years, they have been yeah. one of the best defenses in the league. They have a great defensive line. They have Sharif Floyd, Linville Joseph as defensive tackles, and then they have Everson Griffin at end. And then there's another, I forgot the other end's name. Their linebackers, Eric Hendricks and uh, uh, Anthony Barr, are great. Eric Harrison Smith, Xavier Rhodes, great. They have a great defense. On top of that, they have the best tandem wide receiver duo in the league based on health. And Kyle Rudolph's a good tight end. They have a good offensive line because they brought in a bunch of, a bunch of players this year. Minnesota has a good team. They, they're just a good team. So when you have all those pieces in every layer of the, of the, of the team, whether it be offense or defense, the quarterback's going to shine. 
And that's what Case is doing right now. Well, Case has also grown up. Well, and Case has had an ex- had experience in the league. Yeah, he found an offense up. that works for him. Is what it is. He found an offense that works to his strengths. He's yep. never had the best arm. No, but he's always he was had unafraid. A capable arm, though. right? And he and he plays unafraid. Yeah. Now with two very solid receivers, and they've had and a good tight end, a good tight end, good running backs, very good running backs. I mean, honestly, they lose. They're a good team, bro. They lost Dalvin Cook and McKinnon and Murray combined have played played better than Cook did. And Cook looked like he could have been Rookie of the Year. I agree. Well, I don't know. Kamara probably is. Now Kamara. What a year for rookies. What a year for rookie running backs. No kidding. But just how much talent the Vikings had. Now, the Texans have a lot of talent. I don't think they're as talented, though. I don't either. They have a lot of talent, a lot of solid players. But... Bill O'Brien, while he's been here, has been good at taking people off the street, plugging them in, and getting the most out of them. Yeah, he always had. That's his, that's his MO. Strangely enough, he I think he has a better record with quarterbacks that have one week to prepare than he does with quarterbacks that have had multiple weeks to prepare. It's probably true. Um, but he does consistently get a lot out of his players. Yeah. Um, they come to the Texans and they, they usually, want to play for him. They usually get better. They want to play for him. I honestly think that's the only like that's the biggest thing. Scheme, yes, it matters, but I feel like these players come in and want to play for Bob. So what do we do with Rabel? Ah, uh, oh, that's a tough one for me because honestly, I could give two shits about what we do with Rabel. I really don't know. Honestly, I haven't seen enough this year to where I I understand like people making excuses for him, saying like, well, he's lost, uh, you know, he's he's lost JJ, he's lost Merciless, he's like, and I get it, like that definitely doesn't help, but. Last year we lost players and and Rack made adjustments and keyed in on the weaknesses of cert, of teams when we played them and built the scheme around and the and the and the plan around how to beat that team schematically. Well, we always we played, didn't do we have not I have not seen that this year. We've always played exceptionally like fundamentally. What's going on with Bernard McKinney, why are we not sending him on sacks? I don't know. Like why aren't we sending him on blitzes to to the quarterback? Why can't we? He's hold great the, at it. Why can't we hold the edge anymore? Well, because our linebackers are, are they're inexperienced. I mean, Scarlet. I mean, I like Scarlet, and yeah. coming into the season, I really thought he, this was his chance. But he's inexperienced. Like losing John Simon, we're seeing why John Simon helped our team. Right. He was very well, we good lost, at setting the edge right. and very good against the run. We lost Simon and Demps, and both of them were exceptional when it came to fundamentals. Yeah, they're one of them. Athletic, and, and Simon's athletic, actually having a good year in, yeah. in Indy. Oh yeah, he's doing. He's really actually well having him. a very solid year. He I could mean, be a fourth round compensatory pick. But both of those players, they get the most out of their athleticism, and we haven't had those type of players step up. But is that on the coaching staff? I think or, it's a little bit of both. I think I think because we arguably have better athletes at those positions. Do now. we though? Like, I, I would take John Simon over Brendan Scarlett. I'm not talking about players. I'm talking oh, about athletes, just athletic. I would athletic. take. I think I'd take John Simon over Brennan Scarlett as a pure athlete. A little bit bigger. He's a little bit slower. You don't need speed as an outside linebacker, though. You need a that, little bit. Not if you're if you're not not if you're not covering. You don't need a lot of it. In a four three, yeah, you need speed. I'm just throwing it out there, though. I would say Simon over Scarlett. Now safeties, yeah, I would agree. Quentin Dempsey was the big loss this year. Ouya was a big loss this year. I mean, those are those are three guys that we actually could have afford afforded to sign. Mm-hmm. I mean, we could afford all three of them. Demps didn't break the bank. 
by any means. I think it was like a two-year, $12 million deal or something. Why not? I think it was like three and... Maybe, maybe like, three and 21 or something like that. But It, it was, was like a, three and 10 or something. It was, there you go. Was See, like, so it wasn't even that big. Yeah. Demps, why not sign him to that? Like, we did not know who we had at safety to be able to pick up the slack. We brought in safeties all throughout the offseason to see if we could fill that void. Um, why not keep Dempsey who's comfortable with the defense and knows what to expect? He's all, also just has a nose for the football. Why not keep John Simon to set the edge? You knew you were going to eventually move, or I guess he, they probably didn't keep Simon because they thought they were going to move Clowney to outside linebacker based on the beginning of the season. Yeah. And it looks like that plan just didn't work for him. Well, injuries have kind of forced their hand on and it. And that too. Um, so, I mean, I don't know about Brable yet, but I'll tell you what, if he left, I don't think I'd be upset. Yeah. I really yeah, wouldn't. It's but amazing how much a, a year changes everything. I would like Rack back in defense. If that's right. a possibility, and, and this wasn't like a Rack decision to step away, and this really was to give Vrabel the decision or the opportunity to be able to be a defensive coordinator, then I think we just kind of, in my opinion, and this is probably going to get criticized, but I would let Vrabel, I would let Vrabel go if we could put Rack back at, at DC. I don't think Rack wants to be a DC. I see. I'm, that's what I'm wondering. Yeah. Is it? Is it? Is it? Did we make the I decision mean, for best for Vrabel, or did we actually make the decision best for Rack? I think it was best for both. both. I think it was one of those perfect storm situations where Bill O'Brien walked in and he was like, I'm going to be the offensive coordinator. And they're like, well, then who's going to be the head coach? And Rack kind of was like, well, I can help you out being the head coach, and it's less stress. Honestly, I don't know what Rack does anymore. (laughs) But it doesn't seem like his imprint is on the defense. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. It's it looks like a little like a completely different defense. Um, Granted, somebody I think on Reddit pointed out though that it does look like his imprints on time management because apparently Rack was he was terrible. Oh, in Kansas City. Oh, he was got awful. So I, I really don't know what he's doing. Um, he's not really helping out with the defense that much. And that's what you expect. Like They're not going to give somebody a title and not let them actually use that title. Sure. And, we can and be- with Vrabel, he was apparently one of the best positional coaches. Like Supposedly one of the best linebacker coaches ever. We've, like, well, I, mean, I mean, that's just, He only did it for like three years. So I know, can't say but... Ever, but. Based on I what mean, we've heard, it sounds on, that based, way, yes. based on the league and the way that he was talked yes. about, people were just blown away at how well he taught linebackers fundamentals and how well he taught them to play. Well, look at McKinney. I, I, I would say he's had a, a drop-off this year based on last year, yeah. performance-wise. Is that because he's not getting the special attention from Vrabel? Well, Maybe. our defensive line and our linebackers look undisciplined compared to last year. And I don't know if it's part of it. Is he because we have so much more speed with McKinney? McKinney with um, Cunningham, Cunningham. Who, who, by the way, had a great game again yeah. yesterday. But between Cunningham and Cole and Dylan Cole, granted, he didn't. I, I didn't Cole see him. Did yeah. I? Did he play yesterday? Yeah. Um, but between the two of them, they added a whole different level to the linebacker course. So, are they trying? Are they trying too much because of the extra athleticism they have? Because they keep trying to move Clowney around so much. Well, he's playing the JV role this year. Yeah, and well, they're moving him wherever they think that it's best for Clowney to make a play. Right, but with them doing all that, and even going back to the beginning of the year when they were trying to get Clowney to occasionally drop back into coverage, stupid. are they trying to do too much? 
Yeah, maybe he's maybe maybe he needs to simplify the playbook. Maybe he just needs just, to simplify the scheme. I don't know. I we I saw this year on the first three years of 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 rack. I saw maybe five, ten times that we ran a base four three where those outside linebackers would drop back into coverage. This year, through the first six games, it was a it was at more than ten times. Well, I remember so at the end of the offseason, the talk was that diamond formation that we used against the right, right. the Patriots. We didn't pl- we didn't do that. I, at all I don't this think year. we've seen it nope. once, even against the Patriots. We did, yeah. So I we, don't we would line Merck up on on the DT. Yeah, I mean on the uh, center. Yeah, I I don't know. I don't know if Rabel's the issue. I don't know if the injuries. I mean, there are a ton of injuries. It's almost like how do you how do you not give him the benefit of the doubt based on the injuries. Right. It's kind of hard for you not to. And I mean, even going if back Bill to what O'Brien's I was saying. If Bill get a pass this year, then I guess you kind of have to give Rabel one. Well, maybe him, all the stuff where I talk about, that's him trying to manufacture pressure without using like the secondary to do it. That's why they are playing even more zone coverage, more off, more off coverage. I know they played a lot of it last year, but they seem to be playing a whole bunch of it this year. That's all they're playing. Um, so it mu- maybe that's how he's trying. Maybe that's how he's trying to manufacture pressure on the quarterback. I just, I don't know. Like you said, this year, because of everything, I almost feel like the fact that our guys are still out there playing hard and the team hasn't quit. Well, that. The- it's about Bill O'Brien. That the whole coaching staff, like all, all of them, get, should get right. a redo. Maybe you're right. Even, uh, you know, honestly, Larry Izzo hasn't been an issue this year. I mean, he's had our, moments. Yeah. The special teams have been as of great, late, but they've but been as of late, they've been a better. lot better. Yeah. The, you've seen a progression. And that's with injuries. It's, it's honestly the strangest thing this we year. We also lost Alfred Blue, which we didn't other talk than, about. Other, other than our defense really playing undisciplined it does seem like our team overall i don't know i don't i don't know what to say is that connor yeah bell didn't get hurt did he i think he did um <laughs> of course he did anyways uh no maybe you do give Rabel a pass maybe you give them all a pass i don't know but i can tell you right now the defense isn't as exciting with Rabel. no it doesn't seem as not. exotic as what we've gotten used to in the past, um, and that well, that was actually my my point. It's like he's trying too hard to make it exotic, right? But he's not getting any results out of it, so it just looks like they're running around not knowing what they're doing. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree with you. And maybe that's maybe that's something that you know I kind of think about it like this: um, that first time you've become a manager in your career, you kind of get overhyped, over you overthink it all. You got the power. You got the. You got the. You're gonna you're try able to, re- to make. You're able to make the decisions. You're right. the nobody can tell you nothing type of mentality, especially when you're young. Like that's that's that mentality you have. Maybe that's kind of what Vrabel's going through right now. Yeah. Maybe he needs. Maybe during the offseason, Bills can say, "All right, look, I let you kind of do it this year, but I'm gonna tell you that." And if you look based on the stats, it didn't work. So here's what I think you should work on. It's gonna could be, potentially be that. Yeah, and it could be a tough year, though, to get feedback. It's like, well, everybody was hurt. And that's fine, but here's yeah. what you... I mean, there's ways for it to happen. Yeah. Um, you know, 
I don't know. I, I think uh, yesterday was just crazy as far as injuries. I mean, even Bill O'Brien said it today. Like, I've never played in a game like that in my life. Yeah. I mean, we... I can't say I've seen a game like that. Yeah. I, I, we Seriously, it's one of those things where... I mean, think about Offense it. didn't lose it. Defense didn't lose it. Special teams didn't lose it. No, it we a, lost due to, due to attrition. Yeah. It was one of those where they were just healthier at the end of the day. Yeah. And... It sucks. They're because, not a good team, by the way. Yeah, they're not a good. Team. We should have. We should have wiped the floor with them. They're not a good team. The team that we played in week what was it four, five, four? That was the Titans. The same team that we played and beat down fifty-seven to fourteen was the same exact team we played yesterday. Yeah, they just if were healthier. We stay. I healthy. truly believe that. Yeah, if we stay healthy, I think I think that we boat race them again. A receiver or two, and we would have been totally fine. If Maybe Bre- a corner. If Miller doesn't get hurt, Ellington doesn't get hurt, either one of them yep. stays in the entire game, we score two more touchdowns. I agree. I have no doubt about that. I, I agree. That team this is, is not good. The fact that they're leading the AFC South is crazy to me. Heck, if we still had, if we still had Foreman. Oh, yeah, but I don't know, because there were no lanes, and he's not good when there's no lanes. <laughs> yeah, but he... He, he overcomplicates. He, Talking about overcomplicating things, that guy... <laughs> He'll try to make a whole lot of nothing. But what he would do in power is if when he would actually run sure. up, up the middle, he may not get a lot, but he, he would open it up and soften it up and Miller would come in and gash him. Maybe. There's a chance. And I don't know. Yeah. I just it was one of those that nothing the Titans did impressed me at all. But I did enjoy the game. Yeah. I, I, I like I enjoyed the Baltimore game. At first, when I last week, that first drive was crazy. I didn't. We were. We were. I didn't. I actually didn't watch any of the uh, first three quarters of the Baltimore game. Oh, really? Yeah. Um. Well, my kid was in the hospital. Oh, that's right. So get home. It's the fourth quarter. I watched the fourth quarter. It was so disgust. I was so disgusted with the way the fourth quarter ended that well, I just I couldn't. So the first drive was a 15, 15 play drive, and it was just. It was just, it looked great. And yesterday, the drive I was mentioning earlier was actually the first drive for us on, in the third quarter. We went 50, we went 90 yards. Oh, yeah. Um, but uh, And the negative points? That yeah. one? Yeah, yeah, it was a touchdown. Yeah. Um, no, the one that we went 90 yards and missed the field goal. No, the 20, no. 20-yard field goal? Yes, yeah, so we had two 90-yard drives yesterday. Uh, yeah. We um, had a couple of really good-looking field or. Really good looking drives. We did. It, we, you know, honestly, if we could just get the run game open up just a little bit, we would have been fine. But, um, I, yeah, I thought the game was exciting. You know, it ended in a way that we're used to it ending, but uh, I really don't put it on Tom. And I expect this week to be a, a better game by Tom again. Now, I'll tell you right now, that San Francisco team is not a shit team. No. Their record may look like they're a shit team. But their defense can play, and they're they finally have a quarterback. They've been in every single game, every game this year. Garoppolo has apparently been very very impressive over there. So, yeah, so it'll be a good game. Uh, I, I think, think that, we will win though. Yeah, I think that it's. I think we'll what's fit. gonna what's gonna actually frustrate us about this Texans team is I can totally see us winning the last three games. Yeah, we're gonna go in eight. And win them comfortably, and mm-hmm. we're just going to sit there and go, where, where did that come from? Yeah, we're going to go 8-8. Eight eight. Yeah. It's just going to happen. And we're just going to be like, all right, well, if only we'd stayed healthy. 
Yeah, we're you know Cleveland's gonna send us a nice Christmas card. <laughs> uh, but I mean, what can we what can we fleece them from for next year? Like, I, I don't know. Do I feel think, like, I feel like there's an owe me at some point. Like, do you think that there's like some way we could get them to take? I don't know. Give them two third rounds. We and may be able to get our first back. first or well, something. I think we can get our first back next year. I think, and, and I wouldn't be surprised if we do find a way to get in there to get our first or a first back at least. Based on the compensatory picks that we're going to get, uh, we'll have two third round or three third round picks. Yeah. We should have a fourth and a fifth. And uh, then on top of that, plus we already year, had, and then the following year we have a second and a two fifth. seconds. Well, we get a second. Yeah. And then I think we get a fifth. So we'll be fine. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if we do move up in the first, maybe early, early second and, and take and an impact player. Keep it's just going to be dependent. Yeah. But I tell you what, we do have another corner. I do think Marcus Williams is a guy that's going to stick yeah. to this roster. He's pretty good. He, he looks really good. I think that him... He's a different kind of corner, too. Yeah. I think he'll stay on the roster. I think that both Ellingtons are going to end up staying on the roster next year. I don't think both will. I think they will. I don't think Andre will. Really? Yeah, I think everyone's going to be fine. I could, I can see them doing it because... I, I can see them giving the time to Urban before they give it to Ellington. Yeah. That's just me, though. I still think... I think Urban has the higher ceiling, but we're all hoping that he turns into the type of player that Ellington currently is. Now he has the capability to be better, but he's just not as fast as Irvin. No, but he's shiftier. Mm, he's got know. a faster shuffle set. Shuffle. It's also like five years older. Yeah. Well, but I. I but he's a better route runner. And he's about better, better, much better route runner. Right. I will give you that. They both got really good hands. But you got to remember, we both. Strangely into this enough, year. I'm saying that about Irvin, who couldn't hold on to a punt to save his life. But this year he looked fine when when mm-hmm. he was. No, he looked great. He looked great. I mean, uh, there was a moment where he had the best hands of all of our receivers, and he was a running back. Yeah, even Nuck. Uh, yeah, no, but I, I feel like uh, when we were coming to the season, we both thought Urban was going to be our slot guy. Yeah. But Ellington is. So now he can truly be that scat back that we need. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'll be very interesting. Uh, I, I enjoyed the game. I think we'll finish 8-8. Eight eight. I think we'll beat San Francisco. I think we'll beat the Colts, and I do think we'll beat the Jags. I think Bill O'Brien will want to ensure that he lays it all on the table against the Jaguars. I really we're, do. We're going to lose. I think the, he's going to take a pre- and we'll lose to the Steelers. Yeah, we'll most likely lose. But the, the Steelers, Steelers also lose to shitty teams once or twice a year. So yeah, they do something. They that you're just always like, what do. happened. They always do. Like right now. Um, yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if we beat them. We play them at home too. So is that on Christmas or is that Christmas Eve? It's on Christmas. It's on Christmas. It's on. Christmas. We're so cool. We got uh, the whole the whole IR Houston Texans uh, playing on Christmas. I know, right? Last time we played on a holiday was what? Last Thanksgiving? Year? Last, no, last year was Christmas Eve. Yeah, Thanksgiving with Theo Riddick, right? Or not Theo Riddick. Who was the running back? God, that was down, but they didn't call him down, and he had like a 76-yard run. Why can't I think of his He's name? On the Lions. Former Lions. God! Anyways. Uh, Jack that, Bell? Huh? Jack Bell? No, we never had Jack Bell. No, them. Huh? No, it was us. Oh, it was us? Yeah. What am I thinking of that? I don't know. Um. Anyways. All right. It wasn't, no, it wasn't Slayton. It wasn't that one. No, it wasn't Slayton. It wasn't Dominic Davis. Jeez. Anyways. Um, useless. It's been a while. <laughs> it's been like five years. That was the infamous uh, Matt Schaub family picture. Yeah. We played 330 on Christmas. That's going to be really hard for me to watch, but I'll find a way, as always. Um, 
John, what else you got? Anything else you want to touch on? Do you want to go around the league at all? No. <laughs> no? Not really. Um, it's been, I don't know. It's been a crazy year. It has. The Chiefs suck. I, again, the Jets are good. No, the Jets you, are fun you, to watch. If you, if you want to watch a fun-to-watch team, the Vikings are the fun-to-watch team. I know we talked about them a little bit earlier. The Vikings are a fun, watch, fun team to watch. Um, even I've been when, watching them a little bit more. I kind of flipped between them and the uh, Texans just a little bit while the Vikings were playing How the Falcons. Dare you. Hey, there's commercials. I have picture in picture, you. you know. Um, but they're fun to watch. They're fun um, to watch. That defense is really fun to watch. I really love watching Harrison Smith roam around that field. I really, really hope that Watson doesn't have a sophomore slump like Prescott because Prescott doesn't look like the same quarterback. Prescott's did, not a good quarterback. I but he did look better. Listen, he was 11 of 22. How do you look better? He was they 11 won. of 22. <laughs> For 169 that's also, yards. That's how bad he looked the two games prior no, to that. No, he's a trash quarterback. He's not trash. Yes, he is. That whole MPH thing that you were talking about and how he he ha- wasn't able to beat it, you can see it on his outside throws. Yeah. He cannot throw to the outside. He can't. Yeah. He doesn't have the arm strength. No, he is. He's trash. Deshaun Watson's the best quarterback in the, in Texas. Yes. Hands down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I I agree. A hundred percent. And I hate. The but Cowboys. I will. Yeah. But I will say the thing about Prescott is he's a good quarterback when you have talent around him. So is he a good quarterback then? Some quarterbacks can't even succeed with talent around them. That's fine. But is he a good quarterback? It doesn't mean he's a good quarterback. It means he's good when there's other. Around he's a good him. system quarterback. Right. Maybe. I think that team needs uh, another weapon other than Dez. I, I think Dez yeah. is over the hill. And he's not even that old. I just, I don't think he can do it. Uh, they they could benefit from another wide receiver. Yeah. And they need Zeke. And they're not going to make the playoffs, which is freaking great. I love it. Um, the Jets are actually interesting to watch. They're actually they okay. are. Robbie Anderson's really a fun receiver to watch. The Jets... Josh just, McCown is having a career year. Didn't people tell them they were supposed to lose all their games? Yeah, I don't think they wanted to. Todd Bowles should be in the running for Coach of the Year with right up yeah. there with Sean McVay. Good old former Texan as their GM, so... Yep. He's a good GM. Yes. Uh, the Rams are have a winning season already for the they're, first time since 2003. Yeah, they're another team that's... Believe it or not... They're going to be scary. They played one of their worst games against us. If you watch them play against other teams, they're actually kind of fun to watch. Yeah, they are fun to watch. Philly, eh, whatever. Um, I mean, I like watching Wentz. He's a good quarterback. Wentz but, is really good. Uh, I like watching Jay and Jay run the ball. <laughs> I like to laugh at the Giants. Oh, the Saints are fun to watch. Oh, the Saints are ridiculous. The Saints are fun to watch. That Kamara-Mark Ingram thing is... Re- oh, Lattimore was out the last two weeks, but he's a hell of a quarterback. He may be Rookie of the Year for yeah, defensive side he, He's amazing. Maybe the best player out of this draft. You may not be na- right. Not named Deshaun Watson. No, that might be a homework comment. He may still legitimately be quarterback, cornerback. It's going to be very hard to right. argue like against. You'll, but he he looks Watson like, will have more value because he's a quarterback. Lattimore is something else. Oh, he's a I've, shut. I've never seen a corner come in. Never, never. Mm-hmm. Not one corner, even if you name it, come into the NFL and play at the level he plays at. He's lining up as with the ones, like the number and he's one shutting one him down too. I know. Go. Um, Wasn't it, didn't he shut down Julio Jones? I yeah, mean, he did. Go watch um, Coleman's film review on him, and his technique yeah. is crazy. 
He's, he, he's yeah, fundamentally he's, sound. He's, he's just ridiculous. Yeah, he's fun to watch. And I love watching Alvin Kamara. Um, I think the Panthers. The Jaguars suck. are going to continue to give me nightmares for the next five really? years. Really? Well, all because of Ramsey and Boye. Well, yeah, yeah. You put the two, putting the two of them together. Ramsey's good, man. Ramsey's, Ramsey's, Ramsey's really, really good. good. He, he, I'm trying to think of who came out in that draft. It was what him, the Wentz, Goff, Ramsey. Well, Bosa. most smart people thought that the Chargers are a team to watch. By yeah, the way, Bosa's everybody really good. be very worried if they get into the playoffs. Yeah. Well, the argument was the Cowboys probably should have taken Ramsey over Ezekiel. Now, after watching the Cowboys play that. without Zeke, I think that kind of needs to be thrown out the window. But that's the type of player that Jalen Ramsey is. Yeah, Jalen Ramsey's a, a, a 10-year corner that's going to be really, really good for a very long time. And is probably going to play for another 10 years, too. And Oh, man. Is Losing what it is. sucks. But it, it's been fun. I mean, it's been a fun season. It's been a different season. Mm-hmm. It's been an unpredictable season is what it's been. Uh, but I like that. It's it's nice that it, there's a chance that other another team's going to win a Super Bowl this year. Yeah, and do yourselves a favor. Don't just watch the Texans. Like, I know we can we complain about the Texans sometimes, but they're even as bad as they were at times this year, there was at least half the teams in the NFL that looked just as bad, if not worse. Oh, I'll tell you one team that actually has a winning record that is dreadful to watch. Right the now, Carolina Panthers. Oh my gosh, they're they awful. are awful to watch. They are well, not entertaining. What? Not not entertaining at all. Which is crazy. I cannot because watch them. Two years ago, they were the most entertaining. They're fifteen to one. Great yeah. offense. Great defense. Right Cuban now, is still fun to watch, but their offense is abysmal. Right now, what will happen is Cam will put together one or two drives, and you're like, okay, that's Cam of two years ago, and that's all they need to win right now. Yeah. And the rest of the game, he'll just look horrible. Yeah, he... Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with Carolina. I know that they made a transition to change the way that they're running their offense, but it's not working out for them. And, and I don't think McCaffrey's a bust. I think McCaffrey has the skill set to be exactly what they want him to be. I just think they're using him wrong. Uh, so they're not a fun team to watch. If you're watching a Panthers game... You, you won't enjoy it. And I, I, I like Cam. I, I think he's a little bit of a, a wussy, but he, he's an okay quarterback. Um, yeah, I guess that's really about it. John, nothing else? All right. All right. Well, uh, guys, why don't you check us out on iTunes? You can search Texans Unfiltered on iTunes. Leave us a review. Five-star, one-star, two-star. We want the truth. Uh, feel free to leave questions on there. We'll get to them if you do. Uh, you can reach out to us on, or you can find us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Store, um, Amazon Music, and yeah, those are where you can find us. You can find us on social media at TXNS underscore unfiltered on Twitter and Instagram, and you can find us on Facebook under the Texans Unfiltered uh, fan page as well. Uh, I'm Young Ari Gold, signing off for Texans Unfiltered. We'll see you guys next week. Here we are.
When they had our backs up against the wall and said that we couldn't stand the pressure, we still got it done, man. Yeah, we when they said the clock was winding down and it wasn't enough time to get it done, we still got it done, man. Yeah, now it's our time to shine, it's our time to keep it 100. So we gonna go out here and show them how true we are, baby. Yeah.